folks. Welcome back to My Older Sister's Backseat, an original podcast. This is your host and producer, Margot Lane Miller. Today on the show, we have an iconic set of sisters, and their story even takes place in a car. Happy listening. Today we have two very important guests, my own mom and her sister, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, I'm Sally, Margot's mom, um, and I'm Patty, Sally's sister, and Margot's favorite auntie. <laughs> I, I would say that's true. <laughs> that is probably that was true. very that's, presumptuous. That's true. No, it's good. Um, we are at our Thanksgiving dinner right now, and I snagged these two. They're going to grace us bless us with a story about their uh, childhood. We have many, so we're just choosing one. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll choose a good one. Um, but before the, before we get to the, the actual story, I think I have to kind of set up a little bit of a um, kind of scene of how, how it was to be me in our um, uh, family of five siblings um, and I'm sure Patty will also share how it was to be her in that same way but um, Patty and I have um, four siblings uh, two sisters two brothers and I am the second to the youngest Patty is the middle child um, and even though all of the siblings, all of us are very tight as a group and we're growing up, um, there definitely was a, a kind of a distinction between the two older um, siblings and then the two younger, and then Patty kind of floated in between. Um, but within her in between, she was part of this sort of the, this trio. And so for me, I really became possibly the middle child between Patty, who was the oldest, and my brother Scott, who was the youngest. And um, in that sort of, you know, kind of family dynamic, um, definite like roles were defined and shaped um, based on probably innately how we showed up, but also how we were sort of formed based on our experiences. And so my experience was to be sort of in between Scott and Patty, the really strong, feisty, um, full of life, you know, stir in the pot, creating something uh, good, good or bad, bad and di- or different. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the background. Not always bad. Worried and stressed <laughs> and um, wanting to make everything okay and be the peacemaker while also being like, oh gosh, I just can't really quite keep up with those two. <laughs> um, so there were lots and lots of stories. I was where a hard act to follow. <laughs> <laughs> where I was kind of trying to fill Patty's giant shoes and um, in that um, not giant maybe just louder yeah but in that I feel that uh, the story that we'll eventually get to um, has a lot of um, meaning just because there's no other way it would have it would have played out no other way than it did based on how we we were as as the the uh, three youngest of the Stephen five 
Right. And it's really funny to hear Sally put that in perspective that she thought she was the middle child because I really am the middle child. <laughs> um, but that was an inter- that's an inter- interesting perspective I've never thought of because, uh, like, I always felt growing up, my older brother and sister were a year and a half apart, and then there was six and four years till I came, and then there were another four and five years between Sally and Scott, who were a year and a part, year and a half apart. So I always felt growing up that I was two. I was always swimming by. I would say, "Ugh, does she have to play with us? She's a little, you know, little kid." And then I was too old to play with Sally and Scott. So I kind of felt like I was always out of place. So it's interesting to hear that you, that you were the middle child of the three youngest. I never thought of that. That's interesting. But I always kind of <laughs> felt like nobody wants me. <laughs> I'm too, uh, too young of a baby to play with the older two, and I'm too old to play with the younger two. Even though I did play with the younger two probably more. And, and like was maybe the boss. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe. Because I was, you know, four and five years older. So, yes, I did play. How about Witchy Boot when I made you? (laughs) That's another story. That's another podcast. But You can tell um, if you want. So so that was, um, so that's interesting. But, yeah. You should explain Witchy Boot. Witchy Boot. So we we took, um, this was like the olden days where you didn't have The olden. The older days. But the olden days, but where you didn't have multiple bathrooms per children. You one. Had, you had one bathroom for, for five. five kids, and it didn't matter if you were, you know, what your sex was, what your no. sexual preference was. You just shared the bathroom, well, and it was fine. I always tell people that one was in the shower, one was on the toilet, one... Two were at each sink, and one was it just in there because they didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So there would be five which, of us which, in a bathroom. Which person <laughs> out of the five siblings would be in which position? Oh, it, it would rotate. Who no, would like rotate? hypothetically. Like hypothetically, oh. I always got the the, the last choice of everything. <laughs> oh, just so you know, I did. So I we, would bathe, we would We would bathe. Grandpa would bathe the three of us, not Sue and Bobby. They were a little old or by this time, so they wouldn't necessarily bathe with us. But it would be Patty in the front of the tub, Scott. Well, why did Scott get the middle position? Me. I, I Because Scott pushed me to the last. Yeah. So I always got the dirty water, the cold water. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I have not forgotten those things that I was always the last to, to be tended to. But anyway, go to Witchy Poo. Now we're a little bit older and Patty has, is not now bathing with Scott and I. She's yeah. moved on to her own showers. But Scott and I could not separate. So we would sneak in when she was in the shower. And, or in the bathtub. And, uh, or in the bathtub. And we would get in these two cabinets that were under the sink and Scott would be in one and I'd be the other in the other and we would be trapped by the witch who was in the shower and we would listen to Patty whether we could get out of that little cabinet or not well so I was I was the voices of the witch that had us had me the princess stuck in the tower with my and the, the witch did not know that I had two little friends in the cabinet. Two little friends. Two little friends stuck in the cabin so they could come out when it was just the princess. But when the witch came to the door they had to 
get in under the sink and shut the game. And we were, it was all up to Patty's timing when her friends, when Witchy would leave, Witchy Pooh, so that her friends could get, be free from the cabinets. And they did it. And we just Every did it. Night. Patty, Scott and I did it. We were so obedient. Yeah. I said, let's go play Witchy Pooh. It was fun. Yeah, we did. We, I had to say, we did. It's fun to get in the cabinet. Yeah, we like it was a whole game. It was this whole story and this whole game we had made up that the witch would, you know, do something bad to us if she ever caught us with the friends. <laughs> so she would knock on the door and say, who are you talking to in there? <laughs> and then I, I was both voices. So I would say, nothing, witchy poo. I'm just singing to myself, get the cabinet. <laughs> running in the cabinet and shut the doors. <laughs> how long would how long would you shower for? Oh, I would take a bath. So this would oh, go on, okay. this would go on for an hour. Exactly. Okay. An hour. That was a good good piece of our nighttime entertainment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, so that's just one way that Patty was sort of like exercising her uh, position um, in our little trio. And well, they didn't have to play with Jeep. No, they didn't. <laughs> That's true. But but me, I, I don't know if there was always a choice. Um, but there was always this, I mean, I wanted to for sure, but there was, all, I don't really know. My little conscious mind couldn't probably remember if I was really doing it because I really wanted to be in that cabinet or I just wanted to be part of this three thing and, you know, feel as good as and strong as Patty was. Well, I remember it being really fun. <laughs> Patty had fun. <laughs> Which Patty is very fun. I think so, you guys had fun. I think we did. Yeah, I think you have all these negative ideas but not negative no but there is a little bit of like patty does did take it to uh, an extreme i mean there is scott and patty were always the ones that were sort of fighting like intensely and i would be the one that was trying to be peaceful and be like please don't hurt each other please don't hit each other please don't swear and they'd be like Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> and I'd cry. And they would do things to make me cry so that I would pass out because they liked, they thought that was funny. But I remember one story um, where, this we're a little bit older now, and... Um, yeah, so let's, what's the timeline? How old were you during, like, the witchy poo situation? So witchy poo, we were probably... Oh, they were... We were like I was probably ten. I was probably ten. And we were probably like six, yeah, and, six five. and five. Okay. Okay. So exactly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So then. So now, now we're. But then as we grew, as they got older, Scott and Patty kind of um, bonded a little bit in kind of playing with my soft psyche. <laughs> and so they would sort of stir the pot to do things that might really cause me to be crying and passing and out fainting. and things like that. Because <laughs> they'd laugh about it. Yeah. But then now... Uh, totally. That's right, folks. You've heard that correctly. My mother would cry till she fainted. I would. For people yeah. that actually know this woman, that may come as a surprise, but... <laughs> yes, until I passed out. Um, but one one quick story before we get to the meaty story was um, I was now a little bit older. Patty and I were sharing a bedroom, which we did most of our lives. Um, but um, I remember my bed was right um, 
by her closet door. So if you walk into a bedroom, the two uh, twin beds would be to the left. And then the two closets, one would be hers and mine would be the furthest. Hers was right next to my bed. And I had gone into her closet one day. (laughs) And I was all excited because I was going to wear one of her outfits. So I put on her outfit. Without asking. Without asking. And literally, (laughs) I had just gotten it on and I was feeling really good about it. And she happens to just walk in the door like a minute after I put it on. She looked at me and she's like, "Is that's my outfit?" And I'm like, my my eyes. I'm like, "Yeah, like this could go good. This could not go so good." And all of a sudden, caught. all of a sudden, wham! She just like nailed me and slammed me down on my bed. And it, it literally, it was like one of the like one of those weeble people where they just like, <laughs> and then you pop up and she she weebles you down again. And then I'm like. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm taking it off. I didn't ask. I'm taking it off. And then she's like, then she turns around and gets all soft. Like, no, no, no. You can wear it. You can wear it. You can wear it. I was like, no, no. Sorry, you've already. Yeah. Witchy Poo has reared her little dragon hat. I'm taking it off. She didn't ask. I didn't ask. I didn't wear it. But yeah. So I feel like um, we're telling you a little these little bits because I mean, yes. I sound awful, don't I? She was not awful. Awful. She was not awful. (laughs) She is the most loyal. Um, loyal, like wanting the best for you, that she would like, you know, almost beat it out of you if, if that's what it took. Remember when I was trying out for cheerleading? Yeah. Yeah, and if I didn't do the cheer right, I was in eighth grade and she was in high school, she was a senior. If I did not do what she told me to do, she would, you would hit me. I do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did. She finally made it. slapped me. Yeah. And said, I knew do you, it again. I knew you could do it better. You did. It's not right. Do it again. But yeah. honestly, because of her, I made cheerleading. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I don't know if she wanted to make cheerleading. <laughs> but I wanted her to make Witchy cheerleading. Witchy Pooh told me to make cheerleading. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess when we tell this choice story, um, it's definitely from my lens's pet. Yeah, and and I, my lens. lens is totally different. Exactly. Our lens is she's saying, so but I'm keeping quiet. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. But she was very abused her whole life. Uh, no, no, I don't mean that. I was just definitely more timid. And yes. you were definitely more fiery. Definitely. Okay. So we've established that. Yeah. And I looked up to Patty. No I looked question. up to you. And fell in between two really strong personalities yeah. that I... Uh, yeah. I think that's... Deeply adored. Totally. And, but totally could true. not match up to in my little timid brain. <laughs> yeah. So now comes so the now comes story. The really bad story. So we... My mom had a tennis group that she played doubles tennis with, with her ladies. And and it was in the winter. And she, for some reason, didn't want to go that day or didn't want to play. So she said, Sally and Patty, will you go take my place and play with our ladies? And we played tennis. So we said, okay, we'll go. Even though we were probably better than these ladies. And didn't really probably didn't really probably want to go, but we were doing her a favor. And so I was dry I could drive at the time. So I could not. So you were sixteen, I was I was sixteen and you were then twelve. Twelve, yeah. Twelve. So um, we were driving in a yellow we called it the banana station wagon. Right? Yeah. It's the yellow station wagon. Yeah. Okay, and 
Uh, we've it was a family car. We had it for a while. It it wasn't overly like junky or anything by any means, but it was the family state, you know, the family car. And it was it was wintry time. So I think it was like December. December. Yeah. It was Decemberish. So it was you know there was a little bit of snow on the ground, a little bit of ice. It was cold. Okay. So we drove to the tennis club, which was. You know, a 10, 12, 15 minute drive from our house. 10, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, no big deal. So we went and played, and um, I'm sure we beat these little ladies. <laughs> um, and we got back in the car to go home, and this is when it started. So we're back in the car to drive home, and it's, uh, it's straight. There's a few turns, but it's, it's straight for a while. So we are driving, and the car, you know, we're driving, and I'm trying to, you know, a red light comes up, and I'm like, hmm, the car isn't stopping. So, I, you know, I'm coming up to the red light, and I'm 16, so I'm, you know, like conscious of probably a much better driver than I am now. So I'm starting to try to stop, and the, it's, the brakes are on, and the car isn't really slowing down that much. So, you know, I'm really starting to put both feet on the brakes and really pushing hard and it's still not kind of stopping. So this is happening. It's getting worse and worse as we're driving. So I'm kind of, one light was green. So I was like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) That's good. And then it's red and I swerved over into the turn only lane and go through there. So it's not, so I'm I'm getting more panicked as we're going through the lights because the car is not stopping. And she's also like, you know, when we turned off the, the tennis club short street to get onto this long drag, she was kind of like, oh, the, the, the car's not slowing. Like, the car's not really, it doesn't sound like, seem like the brakes are working. And it was a little bit like, kind of like playful. This is kind of funny. And right. then it like escalated to like, Sally, I'm not kidding. Like, Sally, it's not stopping. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, every light that Sally we were going to, it was like, I was getting more and more panicked because the car was not stopping. And I'm thinking, we're going to die. I mean, and every light was coming up, and I'm thinking, all right, if it's not green, what am I going to do? <laughs> so one light, I remember, swerving over into the, the turn left turn-only lane. lane and then going straight. And so then we come up to the street that we have to turn okay, on. Okay, but up to the, before that, you're like, help me, help me. Yeah, so I'm yelling at Sally to help me because I don't know what to do because I'm panicked because I think we're going to die. And I don't know what to do. And she's like, she's 12. Get on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like, help me push the brake. Help so me. I, I have her feet. my little feet smashed against the brace. Plus, I put the parking brake on. Yes, and my so the car is starting to smell too because the parking brake is on. Yes, and I am using my fist to, to pound, pound the brake like on. So little feet skinny Sally is down on the ground <laughs> pumping the brake. So we've got the two my big two my two like strong little feet <laughs> and legs pumping Sally's arms and the parking brake on and it's still not slowing down yeah so so sally's down on the ground (laughs) (laughs) so we have to turn down douglas street which is where we lived which is where we live and we're starting to pick up speed i have to make a turn not slowing down and uh, granted i'm 16 i'm not that good of a driver (laughs) still i'm 58 and i'm still not that good of a driver but (laughs) She had to cross over traffic, so I had traffic to get onto our street. Turn down the street, and we are up on the almost the grass of the other side of the road. 
and Sally's still down the ground. Push her. <laughs> and I'm probably yelling at her, push harder! <laughs> so we're gone, and, and so we have a couple, we have a couple blocks till we get to our house, you know, and, like and then six, six blocks, and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Because the car's not slowing down and we're going by our house. So I think, okay, well, I don't, I don't know what to do. So we both, my mom, well, and we didn't give you any story about my mom. She's a total worry wart and crier. And I'm thinking, okay, if we both die, it's gonna totally take mom down. I mean, what are we gonna do? We can't both die, because we're gonna both die in this car. So I think I get this bright idea that Sally, as I drive by the house, can jump out of the car. And I can keep going and go down with the ship. And strong, fierce Sally is going to land on her feet when she jumps out of the car. Right. And I think Sally's going to just be fine. (laughs) So I said, Sally, we're coming up to the house. You have to open the door and you have to jump out. And she goes, what? (laughs) And I said, you have to jump out. And she's like, I don't want to. I'm like, you're doing it. (laughs) Exactly. So So she's like, now? I'm like, now! <laughs> and she opens the door, and I remember seeing the street, and she Oh, up. you remember seeing the street? <laughs> <laughs> How much of that street did you see? <laughs> I was trying to save you, and I said, go! And she jumps, and the... I didn't jump. <laughs> <laughs> she rolls out. I roll. I was... Oh, my God. I think she, about it now. She rolls out, and the first thing I think... The uh, first thing I thought was, I hope she's okay. And then I thought, oh, my God, she didn't land on her feet. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Oh, she didn't land on her feet. me around to teach me how to jump out of a 35-mile-an-hour car. I thought, why didn't she land on her feet? That's how clueless I was. So she rolls out of the car, <laughs> and I keep going. Okay, okay, but now, before we move on, so let me just tell you how what I was experiencing. Yeah. So I'm down there pounding on the brake. We take this long turn, this crazy turn, and she's like, we both can't die. Mom, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna kill mom. You gotta jump, and I'm like, I can't jump. I can't jump. And she's like, you're going, you're jumping, you're jumping, and it literally took about. I mean, we had six blocks. So how much? 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. It was literally like, Patty, I can't do it. And then it was like, you are doing it. And then I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh my okay. God. I didn't and realize it was such a quick decision. It was so oh, yeah. quick. And I remember. Oh, now I'm, I have to get move from pounding the brakes to now go over to the edge of the door. And I remember looking, and I'm like. I can't do it. And I look down at the speeding, like, pavement. And that's when she's like, you're doing it. And then I'm like, okay. And I just go. I literally just was like, oh, my God. Hit the eject button. And just hit the pavement. Hit the pavement. And roll. She rolls. So then I I try to jump. I am much stronger than anybody knew. Because she did did it. I I might not have done it. So I zoom by the house and I lay on the horn so somebody like knows that That I am rolling down the street at 35 miles an hour. And I'm going to die in the next, when the street ends, because my car is going. I'm just so, gonna pop right up. So I'm thinking. Yeah, but I was also thinking of what I'm gonna do with me in the car too. Like, I, I thought I was saving you, because I thought I'm gonna run out. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't stop this car. I'm in this car. I'm and just, our street came to a dead end. And it came to a dead end. So I thought, oh, I can't run out of gas. I have a half a tank. 
And then I thought, well, I could go in this field and drive around yeah, in yeah. circles till I run out of gas. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so we keep going. I keep going. That's kind of and, a good idea. Well, I think I think I'm getting going to go in the field and drive around because I'm like I don't know what to do. But I'm you not about past the field. The field I was too but, quick because I roll and all of a sudden you rolled there. and then on the field and then it's the like another there. ten blocks and then, and then it's, it's like, the dead end. Yeah, and then it's a dead end. So I think I'm coming to my demise. At least Sally's out of the car. I'm going to blow up. So <laughs> I'm going to crash. I'm going to crash and blow up and be dead behind the wheel. And at least Sally will be scraped up and in mom's arms. And then I'm thinking, okay, what do I do? Well, all of a sudden, about block. There's probably eight, ten blocks to go. And all of a sudden, at block, um, probably eight, I decide to turn off the car. I don't know why. I don't know why I think it. How long? I don't know why I think it, but... Um, I'm sorry, that was my uh, grandma popping in. because <laughs> yeah, she wants to go home. That was mom. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I all of a sudden think it, but the car is smelling and making noises. I turn the car off, and the story gets better. So Sally's, like, on the ground. She can tell you that part, but my brother and his best friend, God rest his soul, come riding up in another car like dun, 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 like to help me like on white horses I'm thinking <laughs> okay here but I'm like they're a little late because I've already turned off the car and I'm so mad they I get out of the car and I throw the keys down they go splattering on the cement I said I'm never driving this car again so I won't get in their car because I want to run home because I'm so upset well the worst part of the story besides Sally being all beat up and she'll tell you that part was there was a person that was following us. I mean, that, you know, saw this, was behind us down our street. And he stopped when he saw Sally roll out of the car. He stopped his car, got out, went to the front porch, because my mom was on the front porch, because I had beeped the horn and Sally was no. crying. Okay, let me just fill it, because you had gone on. You weren't there. So I roll. Drop, drop, and roll. Drop, 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 and roll. Whatever. Stop, stop, drop. Stop, drop, and roll. And, there was no um, stopping. There was no stopping. It was just <laughs> dropping and rolling and rolling. And then it was find your feet and get up and tear through the house. And honestly, probably could have had a concussion because I didn't stop. I was so scared. I burst through the front door, screaming, Patty can't stop. Patty can't stop. So Bobby and his friend, who has passed away, were painting one of the bedrooms. So my mom screams, typical, Bobby, Bobby, go get Patty. So then they go get Patty. And so then my mom comes out because I burst it. Oh, and she was on the porch. Yeah, so we're out on the lawn. And it's mom and I on the lawn watching Bobby and Bone go get like, into the sunset, yeah. drive off to yeah, save on the you. white horses. And then, and then the guy comes up and says to my, to my mom and Sally, don't worry, mom. I mean, don't worry, ma'am, not mom, ma'am. I got the license plate of the person that threw your daughter out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's our story. So I made it out without a scratch, and Sally was bruised all up and down her tailbone for weeks. <laughs> for weeks. And then just to kind of like add She insult, got contacts out ins- of the deal. Insult to injury was uh, <laughs> I slept over at my uh, girlfriend's house like two or three nights later, and um, my scab, you know, from all my scrapes at my back at this point. Oh, no. 
you know, it was just, it wasn't totally set, so it was like partially oozing and partially scabby. Yum. And so when I was sleeping, <laughs> my underwear stuck to like the ooze. Yeah. But I was too embarrassed to tell my friend about this experience or anything that I had this injury. And so I wake up the next morning and I have to go to the bathroom, but I can't get my underwear off because they're stuck to my wound. Yeah. And I call my mom crying, crying. You gotta come get me. I gotta go to the bathroom so bad. It's been like 15 hours. Oh, you <laughs> and so that happens. But as Petty said, there's always a tiny glimmer of light. She got contacts. I that got contacts got smashed. Because <laughs> because I didn't stand on my feet, my glasses also didn't stay on my head. Right. And so right. they went flying. You should have asked me to take my glasses off before I jumped out I of the club. I didn't think of it. Um, but anyway, so I did get contacts. Yeah, she got contacts early. So so she was much more beautiful before she, her time. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of funny what your little 12-year-old brain will do for your strong, fierce yeah, 16-year-old right. sister. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and in her mind, I was trying to kill her. In my mind, I was trying to save her. No, so. yeah. never, never kill me. But yeah, just you did. So. I always did what Patty told me to do. Making the choices. I did what Call Patty said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Patty was more of a um, trailblazer than me. I will say. Yeah. And I just stayed home and cried and prayed for her. <laughs> <laughs> like a good little Catholic girl. <laughs> it's amazing how you've kept your faith through the years. Was <laughs> that a wonder woman? Yeah. It's a wonder. But two little short stories just so you can when you put your own um visual to Patty and my recounting of how this happened but I will say when you're doing that visualize the four Stephen siblings two older three older and the baby fierce uh, behind a toboggan in our station wagon that failed us and Sally who was cried till she passed out would be in between her parents <laughs> watching in the car fierce four siblings toboggan they're down mom they're down dad Stop, stop, they're down. Because <laughs> I was too afraid to go on that toboggan. She missed out on a lot of fun. I missed a lot. Oh, so much. And, oh yeah. I tried to get her to do it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't listen on that one. So, yeah. And I've grown a little bit out of my timidness. Thankfully. <laughs> Thanks to Patty. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, I love her, though. We're going to take a really quick break, and then I have a couple questions for our guests. Uh, See you in a sec. Welcome back. We are with my mom, Sally, and my Aunt Patty. Um, A couple questions for these ladies. (laughs) When you think back to, um, we'll say like around that age, maybe a little bit older, but like around teenager, like young adult, what, how do you see each other respectively like what's like the image that you get of the other person so like when you're in college and looking at Sally in high school like when you think of that what comes to mind or 
you know, like vice versa? It's kind of a tough question. <laughs> well, great for an answer. <laughs> I was in, when I was in college, she was in high school, and I was home for summer, and she was going to the prom. <laughs> yeah. Mean. I saved her ass several times also. She get, makes me out as this mean ass. <laughs> I'm not. She got drunk at the prom and it was me that got her out of trouble with my mom and dad. I thought you got caught. She did get caught. <laughs> okay. But we blamed, well, she got kicked out of prom, but we we blamed it. I was home, so I like calmed down my mom and dad and, and we said it was because she had high heels on and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and they believed us. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you blamed, like, the, the drunkenness on the heels and the makeup? Yes, because I made her up. I was home from college, so I made her up, you know, with makeup and stuff that she didn't normally... We put on more than she normally wears for prom, and she had these high... She wore these high shoes, and we took pictures, and we were all happy. And she went to prom, and she, we, I was home with my mom and dad, and she got the call. We got, my mom and dad got the call that she was, by the nuns, that she was getting kicked out of prom. By the nuns? <laughs> and then my mom and dad were aghast, and you know, at, at, cause, of course, we didn't get kicked out of prom. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't drink or do anything bad. We were the Stevens, don't you know? <laughs> and, um, so I, I, I have to say, I think I really softened the blow of that <laughs> while you were at So how were you looking at me when that was happening? <laughs> yeah, oh, thank you. Oh, cool, finally. She's doing something. Yeah, I was really happy she was having an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and then she didn't do some, something that somebody told her. Except her boyfriend probably told her to drink it. <laughs> she did. Oh, it wasn't that bad. No. Um... How did I see her in high school? Or I guess like thinking, oh, sorry, thinking now back. If you could like picture her, like what does that look like? Oh gosh, I don't remember. Well, I'll, I'll, I remember just her, her. I just wanted, like I do now, I wanted like me making her wanting to make her to make cheerleading. I just wanted her (laughs) to be the best. I wanted her, I, I wanted, I saw her as this my little sister that I wanted the best for everything for, just like I do now. Well, I'd say um, I my vision of Patty, like when I like look back in my brain, then was um, just this like um, kind of compact, um, just energy, um, adorable. Uh, people were drawn to her, um, kind of like uh, definitely um, troublemaker, but in a really like not a um, not in like a really you know real dangerous or a um, destructive way. It was just she was always kind of a little edgy, not our definition of edgy now, but back then sort of like an edgy, just having always wanting to have fun. And um, many people wanted to be around Patty. She was very, very sought after on all levels. And so, you know, she was, she's very attractive and she was very um, capable and athletic. And um, whether it was cheerleading or tennis or, or whatever she was doing. And uh, so I, yeah, I kind of had her up on a 
like a pretty much of a pedestal like that she was sort of like this star and I don't remember getting into my own psyche like I'll never be good enough but I never I don't really remember that dynamic I never thought that Uh -uh. but it was a dynamic of like I want to um I want to be as as cool and you know keep up with Patty kind of thing so and and I and I wanted her to be that. But what I saw her as way more, way more talented than me. I had to really gut it out and she had more natural ability. Yeah, that was probably true. So I wanted her to exceed you, maybe. I wanted her to be as, that's what I'm saying, she had way more talent than I. I had to gut it out and work really hard for everything where it came more natural to her. So I just wanted her to have a little more mm, to, to, yeah. to do that. Yeah. And I was Because you had more, you had it. Yeah. And I, and I didn't have it. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. to work at it. You didn't. Yeah. But I had the personality to work at it and you were more timid. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I used to like beat her up because I'd be like, you can do this! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And to end on a kind of sweet, sappy note, what is a central quality that you two admire in each other? Oh, gosh. I'll go first. You can go first, but I have mine too. Um, Petty is probably... Um, one of the most dedicated, committed, loyal, fierce, so that fierceness that she, you know, shoved Scott and I in the bathroom cabinet or shoved me on the bed or slapped me so my my straddle would be two inches wider and higher. Um, That fierceness, like, comes out in... Um, her commitment to how deeply she loves me. And I do. <laughs> I, I know. I love you. And I feel it all the time. She's my little sister. <laughs> but I can be with her um, two weeks in a row. I can go two months not to see her, hardly talk, and it's unwavering. It's unwavering. We pick up right where we left off, and there's no, like I feel it with Sally, there's no judgment. There's just, there's just support. There's just, I feel like Sally is way more balanced than I am, which is something I really admire. And balance in our family does not come easily. No. So she's had to, <laughs> she's had to work at it, and she has. And I admire where, how hard she's worked at it and where she's, how she's uh, acquired it or, or accomplished that. Because uh, that's a, a, a goal of mine. And I look at her and I think, very, very balanced and very um, open. Very open. Very open. And I think that if I told her I killed somebody, she'd help me figure it out. I might, I might bury the body for you. You know, she'd help me bury the body, but she'd also make me responsible for it. I mean, she'd also make me... <laughs> she'd you know make you I mean? critically like, examine what brought you to that place. Yeah, she'd make me say, well, why did you do that? And let's examine what what the feelings were behind it. And, you know, so she, she'd help me bury the body, but we'd be talking about it while we were burying <laughs> And I said burying him. 
calm me down she can call she's calm when I talk to her and I have something I always feel much more calm when I get off the phone she gives me a perspective that's much more I'm much more reactive and so she can have the non-reactive perspective that calms me down thank you and it's a beautiful thing that I definitely need as you could tell from this podcast (laughs) (laughs) so um, I also feel like the love there is unconditional and always has been since we were little and growing up and when we were raising our children together and it is we don't have to talk it's this relationship that we don't have to talk to each other hardly at all but when we do, it's great. And when we don't, we don't hold it against each other. But when we do, so we go on spurts. We'll talk a whole bunch, and then we don't talk at all. And then we think, oh, I think, oh, I haven't talked to Sally in months. And then all of a sudden, we'll talk, and it's like we've talked every day. Yeah. So, and we also know, can read each other when we got to go and get off the phone. We, we respect each other's time that sometimes we can't talk. Yeah. And sometimes we can. Yeah. So it's a very adult uh relationship I think I do too very healthy yeah yeah so and very um, mutually admiration mutual admiration absolutely and if I had to pick like three people that I had to survive my life with or a very catastrophic something and I had to hand pick three people Patty would be first because I'm not going to be able to do it if anybody's <laughs> not there. you would be too you would be too so honest you would be too thank you so it's really really awesome yeah she's my baby sister <laughs> she's my big sister <laughs> we used to dress our kids alike <laughs> So much very, evidence to prove that. Very funny <laughs> comment we made. We were helping our brother and sister-in-law unload, unpack boxes, and they had lots and lots of stuff. And then, you know, we're like, oh, there's so much stuff. And then we checked ourselves and said, yeah, but if we went into our basements, there'll be lots and lots of stuff. And then we're like, yeah, we have. And then Patty's like, by the way, I still have all those precious baby clothes that <laughs> still that I'm holding for you for when you have your third baby. <laughs> Just like two weeks ago. <laughs> Did she maybe save not having that third she baby. Maybe save all the baby clothes because she was gonna have her third baby. So I still have the baby clothes down in my basement for Sally to have her third baby. <laughs> Always wanted a younger sibling. <laughs> Sorry, Always wanted to be the bat, the the big sis, yes. with the little Sorry. sis in the back seat. Oh, that's cool. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for. <laughs> Thank you, Marvel, for giving us this experience. Yeah, of course. It was so beautiful. So fun. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for listening at home. Uh, And, yeah, hug your siblings. Hug your friends. (laughs) Bye.
Maddie Steven, recounting tales from their childhood. I hope you got a giggle out of it, and thanks for spending time with two of the main matriarchs in my life. Until next time, sincerely yours, your backseat little sis. Thank you.